This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. And it's what everyone is talking about today. We thought that all the limelight at yesterday's Gay Pride Parade would go to Justin Trudeau, the first sitting prime minister to participate in the event. And yes, he did get a lot of attention, but the group Black Lives Matter stole his thunder. They were given the status of honored group for the event, but what they did came as a big surprise to the people who invited them. They stopped the parade with a sit-in and would not allow it to continue until gay pride organizers signed a letter agreeing to their demands. Foremost was demand number eight, which called for, and I quote, the removal of police floats and booths in all pride marches, parades, and community spaces. Now, I want to know what you think about this. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. In the meantime, earlier this morning, I spoke to Mike McCormick, president of the Toronto Police Association. Mike McCormick, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What is your reaction to what happened in yesterday's Pride Parade with Black Lives Matter staging a protest in the middle of everything? Well, that's a great word, staging a protest. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know what the organizers were thinking when they initially had Black Lives Matter lead the, the, the parade, but as far as I'm concerned, um, it got hijacked. Um, you know, and, and it, a document uh, was signed uh, or extorted from uh, the, the organizers. So to me, I, I think that, you know, obviously it's, it's the one thing that sticks out that I really take exception or we have an issue with is uh, removing police floats, booths in pride marches and community space. Just to remind our listeners, uh, they stopped the parade for about half an hour until organizers agreed to their demands, which included uh, banning police floats from future parades. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you you put it uh, very well. Like, you know, yeah, they stopped the parade and and they demanded uh, that this document be signed. Um, and the organizers signed it. So, and, ban, and one of the things was banning police from participating. We worked very hard in the policing community. I've mem- many of our members are part of the LGBT community, and it's an insult to police across the, the country. It's, it's an insult to our members who are part of that community. And we've reached out to the organizers and uh, all levels of government, uh, and what we expect from uh, the organizers is a retraction or an apology. Well, uh, what the organizers seem to be saying this morning is that uh, it bears a discussion, and also they're saying you're not banned from the parade, you're banned from having a float in the parade. Oh, so, okay, we're going to be thrown under the bus, so what, we can be just ushered to the side and patted on the head and moved along, and oh, well, please don't uh, recognize the police? Are, are you kidding me? I mean, we've been part of that, we've, we've fostered relationships, we worked hard uh, with the community and people within that community and police working together 
to, to build a, a great relationship. And now what? We can't be part of the inclusiveness? Either this event's about inclusiveness or it's not. And now Black Lives Matter is going to be determining who's going to be in the parade? Well, uh, Black Lives Matter says that, that um, the people they represent who are marginalized still are not well-treated by police or not always well-treated by police or poorly treated. What's your reaction to that? Well, you know what? It, there's always discussion. There's always room for improvement, and we're looking at that. And I'm a huge proponent of community-based policing, I'll, and, and there are places for that discussion. And you should have those discussions. You should have that narrative. We should always be looking to, for towards excellence. But the whole notion that I'm going to stop a parade, and last I checked it was the Pride Parade, not the Black Lives Matter Parade. And the Pride Parade, as far as I was concerned, was uh, about community, inclusiveness, and a celebration. Um, but now they're saying, well, we don't want police. Like, give me a break. That, that's completely different. It's not about a narrative. It's not about a discussion. This was a demand to remove police. And for the organizers to say, oh, well, you know, this is a discussion. Well, they didn't agree to have a discussion. They agreed to remove police, boost floats in pride marches and community space. So give me a break. Uh, you know, some people would say they were that that was coerced. Well, yeah, I, I would say it was coerced. Not only that, but I've got a problem with the organizers, too, because either they signed a document that they weren't aware what the contents were or they were made aware what the contents were previously. So I'm just trying to understand. And again, that's why we've reached out. There needs to be some clarification on this where, you know, which one is it? Did you not? Did you sign a document that you didn't know what the contents were? Or did you already know what the contents of that document you were going to sign was? And uh, do you think that this, uh, you know, creates a rift? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It has the potential. I think that if the, the uh, organizers do not deal with this swiftly, that it will have the potential of creating a wedge. I mean, like, to, to agree with that and to say, okay, yeah, here's the police who've worked hand-in-hand hand with us, been part of the community, part of the fabric of that community. We're not going to recognize them or they can't be part of this. Like, give me a break. Well, I mean, some people say, well, uh, you know, the, this is a radical group, and they behaved like a radical group, and what do you expect? Well, you know what? I don't expect any better from Black Lives Matter. That's correct. And, you know, am I shocked by their behavior? Of course not. I, you know, you could have seen this coming a mile away. What I am shocked about is the behavior of the organizers of Pride. They're the ones, I think, that need to be accountable here. And again, we've reached out to the mayor, the premier, and the prime minister to say, you know, where do you stand on this issue? And we're hoping that you would support the police. And have you heard back at all? No, no, we've got calls out for all three levels. Now, now that you mentioned the three levels, I have the numbers here for the amount of support from the three levels of government. So City Hall kicks in 160500 Queen's Park 270000 and Ottawa $140,200 to the Pride Parade. What uh, is the significance of that in terms of this little conflict? Well, again, you know, I think the significance is the amount of support that the, the levels of government are, are funding that. And are they going to fund a parade? Are they going to fund this parade based on uh, exclusive parade? Are they going to fund one that it should be based on the fundamentals of inclusivity and, and about what the parade is? You know, who's going to be determining what this parade is going to look like? Is it going to be the pride organizers about the uh, LGBT uh, community or is it going to be Black Lives Matter? So I, I think it's an important uh, piece to this. Well, I mean, there's always this ongoing debate about whether Pride has become 
either too political or too business oriented with with big sponsorships from big corporations. They're they're always, you know, having that discussion, it seems. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, I again, you know, the, the parade has become an international event and you're always going to have corporations, bigger things. It, it needs to grow. It needs to be bigger because the bigger it is, the more inclusive it is, the more attention it gets and it really helps to shape the narrative. But when you have an episode like this, we're not talking about pride anymore. We're not talking about what a great event and how inclusive and how far we've come in relationships. And stuff. We're talking about Black Lives Matter. So clearly, the whole purpose of the event, the whole genesis of the event has been hijacked and sidetracked by Black Lives Matter, because that's all we're talking about. right? Are, now. are you saying that Black Lives Matter don't have a point at all? What I'm saying is that... It, I, I'm definitely saying they do not have a point at all when they are putting forward a position that says remove police or that you can't have police uh, participate in, in community or floats or something in, in, in a pride parade. A hundred percent, I'm saying that, that that's totally inappropriate and it's not about a discussion. It's not about a narrative. It's about a, a demand. Yeah, I mean, they did get down into the weeds in their demands. They said that some uh, uh, black performers were defunded or their funds were cut by the Pride Committee, and they also had to sign on the dotted line that, that that money would be restored. So, yeah, so there you go. I mean, so what does that look like you, where, you, where you're signing an agreement saying that the money has to you, you're asking for money and then you're banning people? I mean, like, is this really what we've come down to? So this is how negotiations, this is how discussions, this is how the narrative is controlled, that you just have to extort stuff from people? Uh, well, so uh, what what happens next? Well, what happens next is that uh, the organizers better get off their butts uh, and, and get moving on this before this starts to fester, and uh, they need to do some damage control. And we in the policing community are anxiously awaiting a response. Okay. On that note, uh, we'll wrap things up. And Mike McCormick, I hope that we will keep in touch and you'll let us know if they get up off their butts and give you a response. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, we have callers waiting, and that, of course, uh, was just one side of the story. Uh, We're going to take a call from Walter in Hamilton. Hi, Walter. Hi. Good afternoon. Uh, I'd like to talk about what happened there at the Pride Parade. Number one, I'll set one thing straight off the bat. I support the police 100% and a whole lot more. Uh-huh. For one for a reason is that we need the officers because they're human beings to begin with, and they have every right as everyone else to be in that parade, and let there be no hijacking or hostage-taking behavior like that from the uh, uh, black uh, life... Well, that group says that they don't feel safe around police, and it's true that uh, that the history there, there's there's some bad history there. I mean, even Mike McCormick, McCormick acknowledges that. Well, I figured there must have been something like that, but as you all saying, Gooey, don't throw the, 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 uh, the baby with the bathwater. What I'm saying here is that uh, to, to the, this black group is get rid of the attitude. Then if you get rid of the attitude, you put someone in there, Who's civil and wants to, uh, to, to uh, you know, to be in the spirit of the parade? Fine, no problem. But if they're going to come in and pull a fast one by using the element of surprise to throw the uh, 
the people who organize the parade off-center and being uh, bamboozled to signing this thing, as far as I'm concerned, that piece of paper is not even worth the squeal out of the hog. Okay, but you know what? The, the, that group, Black Lives Matter, they immediately tweeted out, we won. So uh, they think that they, they accomplished their goals uh, in that way, and they're a radical group. Well, myself, the way I see this is, is this way. This type of behavior, to me, is no different than someone who takes another as hostage, give me what you want, or else, you know. If I would have been there, I would have told those people, listen, either the attitude goes and you can go ahead and keep walking as before. If, the, if you don't want to get rid of your attitude, get the heck behind that fence because you don't belong in the parade. I would just put it blunt and square because as far as I'm concerned, the police should stay in there. And by the way, COPS stands for Champion of People. And I'm asking those champion of people next year to bring a bigger float, a more sophisticated float, a better one, so that we have to fly in their face and tell them, okay, the more you go against us, the more we will go against your devious will. This is a pride of inclusion, not exclusion. And I'm telling you, I'm so mad at that group. Oh. I'm telling you, if I was there, I'd probably throw a rock in their window. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't do that. No, <laughs> then the police would come after you. Okay. Thanks, Walter, for your comment. Okay. Uh, we have time for one more quick comment before we take a break. Giovanni in Brampton. Hi, Giovanni. Uh, yes. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, and we have a blue sky today. Yes. And the uh, 52 bomber, I think it should be anchor as soon as it's possible. And about uh, here about uh, my karmic family, I am an activist on radio talk show, and I believe that uh, once the chief McCormick says on uh, one of the uh, interview that he says these words and quote, "We don't control the night anymore, and we should. We have to get that back. As soon as we get that back, that we will be all right." But now it starts to go even during the day. You hear shooting all around. What is becoming a Western shooting? Uh, I, uh, we're talking about the gay pride parade here. Yes, I enjoy that. The gay pride, I love that to see. I was watching uh, the, the game, but at the same time, you know the technology that they can take you to another place in a second. Okay. And let oh. me tell you, that's very good what they did. But don't, we don't want problem in this country. We need a solution, and we ask the whole level of government, that includes Mr. Trudeau, Carol Wynn, and John Tory. I like them to respond to this. Okay, okay, so it's... Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. Welcome back. Getting a hairy eyeball here from the clock, so uh, we can just take one more caller who's been waiting before we move along to another important discussion. So, caller, I hope you are listening, Carol, in Toronto. Uh, Please tell us what you think briefly. Hello? Hello. Oh, hi. Yes, I'm Carol. I just wanted to say I am totally embarrassed about that silly group, Black Lives Matter. I am black, and first of all, all lives matter. That group shouldn't even exist. But to have the gall to say 
the cops shouldn't be marching in the parade. How stupid can you be? And these people expect to be taken seriously. I totally agree with Walter. Totally agree with him. I, 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 I'm just so embarrassed and ashamed. Gosh, they, the cops really try their best. Of course, things sometimes go off the rails, but, but they really do try. And I hope that whatever paper was signed, I think I heard in the news, I hope that the cops still march every year as they've always done. And these people should not be allowed to dictate who marches in a parade and who doesn't. All lives matter, and it's a parade of inclusion. I'm, I'm just terribly, I have to apologize on behalf of all black people. I'm, I, I feel so Carol, terrible. I don't think you have to apologize on behalf of all black people, because like every community, there are differences in it. And uh, it's good that, that you're free to voice your opinion, that you don't agree with another part of your community. And your point is very well taken, but there's absolutely no need to apologize, even though that's such a Canadian thing to do. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I just feel, I totally agree with Walter. It's, uh, I mean, and, and it should be disbanded. All lives matter. All lives. If they have issues, I, you know, that's not the way to go about it. And, and I can't believe they expect to be taken seriously. Okay, Carol, thank you so much for your call. Thank you for your show. Thanks very much, Libby. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.